volume. Sunday poor, it's Thursday night. We have just come alive and arrived at game number one of the NBA Finals, cutting the lead to 13. Uh, been a pretty boring game. It's really been putting me to sleep, actually. Uh, but we avoided, uh, we avoided the Celtics, which had an all-time meltdown on Monday we didn't really get to talk about. I avoided that game like the plague because I didn't really want any part of it. It was I, – I was not ready for that to happen. I really wouldn't have been okay. not For not being invested in the NBA like I used to be, just a Boston team coming back 0-3 like that would have been devastating. Um, I can only imagine if I was invested. I, I couldn't take all the Boston, like, sports people just, you know, yammering about it all week. It would have been – it would have been real painful. And there's no – I mean, I can't believe they laid an egg in game seven. It wasn't that they lost. They just got destroyed. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 putting on the Tatum injury. Oh, yeah, of course. But um, I don't know how bad it could have been. How bad was it, you know? I don't give a fuck. Did you see – did you see the in the aftermath um, the Mad Dog and J.J. Redick thing? No. They argued about – I think Dog named uh, 20 players he'd rather have on his team than uh, – oh, not Tatum, shit. Um, Brown? Yeah. And he's like – and then J.J. went at him because he's like, you just named Kyrie and Kawhi. He's like, and you kill those guys constantly. He's like, you are the absolute worst. <laughs> so I kind of see your point with J.J. Redick. <laughs> oh, J.J. Redick is the worst. <laughs> He called dog the absolute worst. Yeah, I know. Pot <laughs> calling the kettle black, obviously. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. There's no nobody more inside. I mean, JJ Rex is one of those guys who's like in the media just to carry the players' water. I can't take those guys seriously. I want no part of those guys. You yeah, gotta be critical. You gotta be critical. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little it's a little much. I've been paying a little more attention to him since uh since we talked about him here, and it's just he's oh, too much to take. He's the same guy he's always been. Like, I don't know where the love came for J.J. Redick. He's my Leitner. I, I told you, he's my Leitner. I think I think he just happened at the right time because people started to feel bad about how he was treated as a player. And people had this, like, this, their conscience turned on um, after years of not there, – there's something happened in our lifetime where all of a sudden, like, this, and of course, like, don't – disrespect players like don't be a complete dickhead to them don't be i don't know don't there's there's certain things you say certain things you don't say right but yeah it's just you know it, it comes with the territory as being a fan versus an athlete and something happened like this like ultra respect for the athlete happened where people will bow down to the athlete because of their success because of their skill whatever and if you rag on them like, well, you let's see you play the game. Well, obviously, not everybody, like, less than 1% of people in the world have that type of skill. So, tell me yeah. to do that is like, tell me to win the fucking lottery. I'm not, like, I can't, all right, win the fucking lottery. And then there's also come, would be nothing to talk about in the media 
if you yeah. couldn't be critical of these players, <laughs> yeah. what are you supposed to do? Just praise them 24-7? Well, with Reddick, it was on the court. There was a lot of nasty things said about him and his family and his sister and all that kind of shit. But, I mean, something happened. Ah, he was where... in college. It was college kids. Right, kids but I'm sa- right, but I'm saying with Leitner, all that shit happened with him. Nobody cared. Nobody gave a fuck about it. No. The nineties went the entire decade of the nineties went by. Nobody cared about it. And then something happened in like the last part of the I don't know, the two thousands. I don't know exactly when it started, but like where Jay maybe JJ Reddick was like the last guy to get that heat. And then people were like, Oh shit, we were really assholes to this guy. Now let's for, let's forgive ourselves and be nice to him and shower him with praise for being a great Mike guy. I think when people stick around long enough, people turn. It's like Stockholm syndrome. It kind of happened with Joe Buck a little bit, where well, people kind of just it's... like, if someone stays around long enough, you kind of just like are you know endeared towards them, which I don't really understand. Yeah, the Joe Buck thing doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Nuggets back up sixteen is probably over. But yeah, he, he uh, stuck around long enough and. I mean, he made some bad moves and then made, like, he, he kind of made light of himself and that endeared him to people, I think. He almost killed himself with hair plugs. I think he got in, like, he got in with, like, the Barstool guys. And that was good for his, for his image because then all, yep. it's a whole generation of people didn't hate him. And he's like, all right, well, these people are going to watch football. These are the next generation of kids watching football. They're not going to hate me. And now we look like we're out of touch because we hate him and we've always hated him. He's always sucked. A Rod's another guy. Oh, another oh, guy. Doug, Doug Mankiewicz hates him though. Yeah, what do you say? He's gonna die alone? Is that what he said. Yeah, he kind of said some things that I feel like I've said about A Rod, like without even really personally knowing him. And Mankiewicz kind of vindicated all my like deepest thoughts about him. <laughs> that he's you... kind of like a phony. Like his height, all the high school guys like stay in touch, and A Rod kind of big times everybody. His high school friends? Yeah, he big times like his high school, his high school buddies. Oh, uh, do you have any examples? Um, what was he talking? He talked about like him coming back when they were honoring the coach, the high school coach, and he was sitting there like wearing a, a Timberwolves polo and he was like falling asleep during it. <laughs> oh my god. Timberwolves. <laughs> 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 that's that is weak Aaron. come on man and he said like all, all how uh you know like you know this guy tries to portray himself as father of the year and he's just making up i think he said he what was his line he's like he's just trying to get into heaven now <laughs> something along it. those yeah wow crushed a- him Aaron seen his mortality man cabbage was his tight end and uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot they played football together. Yeah, football. Yeah, yep. A Rod wore 13 for Marino. That's why Marino never has a ring. Cursed. A Rod <laughs> curse is real. Did you hear the Mankiewicz cheater story? No, I did not hear the Mankiewicz cheater story. I'll make it quick. He, um, I guess it was during the series against the Indians with the Nats, the yeah, the Jabba, the Jabba shit. Um, midges the midges and i guess tory was like joking with them and he told mccavers to tell somebody when they asked him about the midges that it, everybody had the derek jeter cologne on and that's why the midges showed up because everybody's wearing the derek jeter cologne 
Yeah. So like Jeter gets wind about gets wind of it, and the next day, on Mankiewicz's locker is like a FedEx letter or something. It opens it up as like a you know letterhead from whatever company. Like because of your comments to the media about the Derek Jeter clone, we had a recall, three hundred and forty. I don't know, three million or whatever it was, whatever the number was, you know, bottles of cologne. So like McCabe was just like freaking out. He's like, oh man, he's like, I fucked up Jeter's like deal here. Like, what what did I do? He sees Jeter's ignores him, right? Like Jeter ignores him. Like the whole like pregame just to, just doesn't talk to him the entire time. Game starts, Jeter walk, you know, Jeter leads the team out to the field and he hangs back at first base. Mc- Waits for like Mankiewicz gets the first. He turns around. He's like, "That letter was bullshit." And he's like, "Man, he's like, I was freaking out." He's like, "This is playoffs." He's like, "I don't, you know." He's at that point, it's great. Wasn't the playoffs a lie? He's like, "I'm freaking out." <laughs> it's like they put his prank letter to him. Man, I had never heard that one. Oh, the best part about the, I forgot about this earlier. Earlier on, like he showed Tori the letter. He's like, and Tori's like, "Man, like you really fucked up, Doug." And he's like. Joe, you told me to say it. <laughs> he was like, Tori went along with it and just dragged him. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard. I don't think I ever had the Derek Jeter cologne. I had the Jordan cologne. Oh, yeah, the Jordan cologne. Everyone I, had the Jordan cologne. I had a couple of bottles of Jordan cologne. Did you ever finish a bottle of cologne? I feel like unlimited. Of, not the Jordan cologne, but I have a f- actual cologne. Yeah. I don't know. Last time I put on cologne. Oh no! I have so many. Yeah, I've I have like three colognes probably. Never, never put it on. No, nah, my wife's like I don't like it. And I was like, uh, I used right. to always fucking put it on. Like, what are you just pretending? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'll put some on. You like? Oh, there's some. There's some people, man. There's some people. It's like a fucking like they just leave it in the dust, and that's just it's too much. Like some, I've had people like walk into my office, and it's just like. Man, like you should, you shouldn't, you should have to like be next to somebody to smell it, right? Yeah, it shouldn't waft around, it shouldn't be in your wake. <laughs> like the guy from across the room is like, that's tough, man. I don't, and I always fear being that guy. I don't want to be the guy yeah. who enters the room. And I, it's like, oh, fuck. I think different cologne, I wear cologne every day. I think it's different colognes are stronger than others. Like there's one cologne that I have, if I put it on, like one spray, I smell it. All day, I, I it's a decent smell, but it's too much. I can't wear it. And there's others I put three, four spritzes on, and like it just it's it's not overpowering. It's they're they're good. They're yeah, light, I, you know. I just I don't know. Maybe I'll spray some cologne on this weekend. I probably haven't sprayed cologne on in years. I just I don't know. I got out of it. All right, yeah, I'm a cologne guy. You spray it on the clothes? No, just like neck and maybe the wrist. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't know. No, doesn't it like stay in the clothes? Like, once you see something on the collar, like if you nah, do it too like, much, I think you see. What if you just walk into it, do a little walk in? Yeah, you're doing the Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm always afraid if I do that, then I'm going to like get some in my mouth and I don't want to taste it. No, probably tastes like shit. The toxic cologne? I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure like a little spritz wouldn't do anything, but uh, you don't want to drink it. Yeah, you're not doing shots of cologne. No, I probably would kill you. Yeah, 
I think you'd be able to drink a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what is what's your uh, what brands do you have in your dresser? Do you know? Oh, fuck. I feel like I should know this. At least, um, at least one. You don't know, like a favorite one? No. Man, when I was like a, Michael Jordan. <laughs> still around? I don't, I mean, I haven't gone cologne shopping. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is that the Mason? Do I have a Calvin Klein one, maybe? Yeah, Calvin Klein does. I'm CK1. Maybe. I might have a, a Calvin Klein one. I used to do Tommy Hilfiger when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. I had a Tommy Hilfiger. I have like unlimited colognes. Aqua de Joe, you have one of those? I don't think I ever had one of those, no. That's a classy one. It's a good one. Oh, yeah, CK. I I just Googled the bottle. I definitely had it. I don't know (laughs) if I have it in the house right now, but I definitely had it. All right. Uh, Yeah, other than that, I don't know. All right. I'm looking at bottles right now. I used to to get them as like gifts a lot. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not for me who's listening to this show. No. That is a nope. good that is a good gift for like a young guy. Yeah. Yeah, just don't overdo it, fellas. Yeah, you don't want to be uh you don't want to smell like a pimp. Yeah. Especially <laughs> fucking out at a crowded bar or something. Yeah, it's too yeah. on top of people. Yeah. No, there's a guy in my office. There's a guy in my office you can smell him like you know when he's been in the area. Uh, yeah, I've had people when they they leave and they, their smell lingers. That's they, yeah, they yeah. Jump in a fucking vat of it. As this guy, yeah. How many sprays do this guy's doing? Like ten up and down the know. wardrobe. And it's the same one too. So yeah, I don't know what it is. It's his calling card. I guess it's his mark as a it is a mark. That's for sure. It's a strong uh, one. It sticks. Oh, yeah. I wish I knew what kind it was. So you could avoid it? So I'd never get it. Yeah. I oh, just, Aqua I was de Gio. I just Googled Aqua de Gio. I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's a good one. Classy. I got I got to see like the bottle. I got you. Know, yeah. if I've had it. Yeah. That was always a big thing was the bottles. I don't know yeah, if they still are cool. Yeah. There's, it's, I, I don't know what the story is with that or why they do it, but. What are, what are some of like the, what are some of like the cheap? Oh, Bod. Remember Bod? No, I don't know Bod. Bod was a spray bottle. It was it looked like it was like in a a literal like uh, like something you'd spray like four oh nine out of. <laughs> but it was miniature. <laughs> I had no, I, I had buddies. I had buddies that used. I never used it, but I had buddies that that they loved. It was cheap. It was like probably like a five dollar bullshit. So it was Bod like X. Kinda, yeah. I had Axe though. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. Axe was like there. a deodorant though, right? Yeah, it wasn't deodorant really. It wasn't. It was, it was bo- fucking. It was a body was... spray. They called it a body spray, right? Yeah, that was a gimmick that nobody should have fell fell for. You got to go stick. Yeah, you got to go clear. You got to go clear stick. Yeah, the gel. Yeah, the gel. That's yeah. the white. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's powder everywhere. No good. Yeah. Was, nah. was, there, was there another axe type? I mean, that was such a '90s thing. That's like, like, no, like well, well axe had axe had an actual stick deodorant. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I'm talking about the this body spray. Was there another body spray that kind of rivaled axe? Might have been bod. Maybe it was. 
I think it was Bod. Bod yeah. was like, looks like something you buy in like a dollar store. Very, very cheesy Bod. Like Axe may as well have been Calvin Klein compared to Bod. You, we should have known like when you opened up the Maxim magazine that it smelled like your body spray that you shouldn't be wearing that body spray. Yes. Instead, we were yes. like, yes, I need to run out and get this body spray right now. Like I'll give you an example right now. I'm Googling like a bunch of colognes and it's like, you know, some are $100, some are $73. Bod right here, $7.12 at Walmart. <laughs> wow, lifetime supply. I have not seen Bod in so long. Good good to see it. Yeah. It's uh I remember like going cologne shopping. You get you get the uh they put it on the little little piece of paper for you to smell. Oh yeah, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing you shouldn't have to do. You should have to sit there and and have some salesperson watch you smell a piece of paper. There's got to be a better way. Yeah, it's kind of demeaning. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, like, what do you think? Oh, oh it's uh, strong with a fruity, you know, finish. What the fuck do I know? And you can kind of smell it if you just smell the bottle where it comes out of. You don't necessarily yeah. have to. And then you got to spray a different spot on the arm every time, right? You got to go up. It's like fucking track marks, like a heroin. Oh, if you, you do the arm, yeah, then the arm too. Yeah. Well, they wipe the arm, I think, if you do that. But they have, they have a little piece of paper, like a little strip. Oh, it's like a palate cleanser? No, no, no. You put it like on the strip. Oh, okay. You, little, you smell it. You're, then you're supposed to smell like your shirt or something. That's the palate cleanser. Mm, okay. And then back to the next piece of paper. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So Some next cologne salesmen out there? I'm sure I'm sure they do. People behind the counter. Mm-hmm. AI hasn't taken them over yet. No, you can't you can't can't ask a computer to do that. <laughs> you gotta have you gotta be sophisticated to really push some uh you know escape. Or whatever the fuck it's called. Calvin Klein have an escape. Eternity. <laughs> Eternity, it's yep. Yeah. I don't know it, but I, I mean know of it. Um yeah, that's like my knowledge on Cologne. That's about it. I'm sure there's a couple we're missing. Those are the those are the big ones. Yeah. Did you hear um about I mean this is a little bit older news than I thought, but there's a little bit of a crisis. A crisis. A crisis uh, with bourbon on the horizon. No, what's the crisis? Well, Running out of it. It's eventually. Um, there's going to be a problem because there's specific things. I I gotta find the article now. There's specific things that you have to do to create bourbon, right? Um, yep, corn and shit. It involves corn, fifty-one percent, uh, right? Yeah. Well, I, I had it, and now I lost it. Hang on, I got it on my phone. I was looking at the computer, and I have it. So yeah, but basically, the the, the main thing that that's missing here is the uh, white oak. It's just made in new white oak barrels, and we're running out of white oak. Ooh, so we're in trouble. Yeah. Apparently, is this is specifically bourbon. Yes. 
So yep. whiskey will be safe. Rye will be safe. Scotch. Bourbon has strictly to be, bourbon. Bourbon has to be made in the United States too. It's like one of the things. Yeah, I knew that. It's like uh, champagne has to be made in the district of Champagne. Yeah. Bourbon um, has to be made. Okay, that makes sense. But it's gonna. It's gonna. It's not gonna be for a while. How uh, how long? Like twenty or thirty years. Uh, it's a little too close for comfort. I was hoping you'd say like 50, 60. <laughs> well, just start hoarding bottles. I mean, I I have a million. I can turn my camera and you can see like lined up on the wall over there. You're already hoarding bottles. I've yeah. already I've already started hoarding bottles. Yeah, you're, you're... Like uh, <laughs> fucking Albert Brooks hoards paper towels or whatever he was hoarding, cleaning supplies. You're, you're a uh, you're a doomsday prepper, but just for bourbon. Right, nothing that'll actually help you live. I have like the stuff that you can kill yourself with, booze. No, not, not, I'm not. I'm talking about bourbon's doomsday, doomsday, not actual doomsday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Either way, yeah, fifty-one percent corn, aged yeah. in new charred oak containers, no more than one sixty proof. Uh, placed in the aging container at no more than one twenty-five proof. Um, it must be cut with water to get down to the level. And it must be bottled at 80 proof or more and in the United States. So bourbon has to be at least 80 proof. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it makes that, sense. Most booze is 80 proof that, or higher. Yeah, wild turkey. And then there's wild turkey 100. Yeah, but wild turkey is 80. And then huh. there's, there's wild turkey 100. And one. Oh, 101, yeah. Yeah. Don't cheat them. And the problem, oh, the problem with it is like the white oaks. You can't like they, they're not very. You can't like plant them easily. I guess they don't grow well if you plant them new. Um, so if you were to plant them new, it's going to take a hundred years for them to be ready. We don't have that kind of time. I don't, and I also I don't think that. I don't think the people that are in charge are going to be like, yeah, yeah, let's get ready for hundred years from now. Yeah. Right. Now, what happened? Maybe I missed it, but why are we running out of white oak? Because they're using them to make all this bourbon that we're never making oh. now. Well, for a good cause, I guess. <laughs> all right, so we're going to have to switch to something else. That's all right. Well, it looks like I think they're trying to see if they could get an okay to make bourbon and other types of wood, such as red oak. Um, but yeah, well, I guess. Okay, why not? Well, they, they soak up things that they shouldn't soak up, the other kind of woods. And it affects the color and the taste, so it's not very. I mean, 20, 30 years down the road, we'll figure it out. This technology. Let AI figure this out, and then, and then maybe I'll trust it. We'll 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 figure out a way. There's got to be a duplicate way. We can't let white oak end civilization as we know it. Yeah. No, that would be a disaster. The Kentucky Derby would go away. Bite your tongue. You're going to name your horse after now. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I think we'll figure it out. All right. Not did you say game one? Did you see? Uh, this is not going to get political, but do you see Hunter Biden like laptop pictures? There's a bunch of them that got released. No. 
the guy not. the guy i didn't see i didn't see a bunch of them but the guy takes like the dumbest pictures like how many pictures of yourself do you have in your laptop um like i don't know i mean on my phone i'll say my laptop probably like none right you know the laptop's kind of so on my phone let me see how many pics i probably like not a lot of like I mean, my dog how many incriminating photos do you have of yourself oh incriminating zero yeah what did yeah. what did this guy have did he have any drugs dick pics what do oh, you have? there's one of him like with a crack pipe which i think we've seen that one already there's That's one of so him. weird to there's take a picture of yourself with crack like, like full body shot of him with like with a jock strap on only like <laughs> various weird shit he he's like a mix he's like a kendall roman mix basically yeah, oh yeah, he's a Roy. Yeah, I think we're I think we're giving Joe Biden a pass for being like a good dad. This guy is a complete fucking idiot. Well, I mean, I would say half the country definitely is not giving Joe Biden. A good pass. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, maybe. God. Well, you know, <laughs> Joe, it's you can only control what you do today, Joe. Put one foot in front of the other. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to ruin the Air Force's day. It's not how many times you fall down. It's how many times you get up, man. All right. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> this would usually be the time where you'd talk about, like, can he be alone anymore? Do we yeah, need someone for that? Yeah. That's, that's, that's like the most uncomfortable thing about that. It's like, People like the, the headlines are like flailing Joe or whatever, and it's, it's 80 years old. Can we like should we be concerned and not like knocking him because he's an old man? Bryce, are there are there Republicans looking at him like it's like um like I don't know what was the year the Nets made the final? It was like a weak Eastern Conference team, and the Lakers and Lakers and Kings were battling it out in like that seven game series, and they're like, oh man, we got the Nets waiting for us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Joe Biden's like a, a Nets without Jason Kidd, maybe. Nets without Jason Kidd, yeah. yeah. He's definitely not yeah, he's not as good as the Nets were, maybe, but yeah. yeah. Not, even, not even entertaining. No, he's not it's not, it's no. not really entertaining, no. I, I did well, I only watched the fall once out of respect. That's uncomfortable. What a good guy. I didn't even see well, I watched it once without sound and once with sound, so twice. Was there a large gasp from the audience? It really wasn't. Like, I thought it was going to be a, more of a gasp, but it was just more like. Uh, was the fall bad? Was it like, uh, like if you if you were there, would you been nervous or he popped, he bounced right back up or go down to he one popped, knee? Like, he, popped, <laughs> he popped up and then he like pointed at the ground. <laughs> Got me that time, buddy. Yeah, it's like when you airball a shot and you look at your hand. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, um, how'd that get there? Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. Classic. Pointing at the ground. Man. It's all just fodder, all political fodder. That's all it is. What is it? 20, we're in June 20. And the guy, he's got no year and a half. I mean, limping to the finish line. I mean, literally limping to the finish line. He's literally, yeah. Yeah. Tripping. <laughs> yeah, not good. 
Not good. But it does prove what I've always said. Anyone could do this job. It's not that really important of a job. Yeah, uh, stock market and all that, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, this guy doesn't know where he is. And it's like, we're still functioning, kind of. If that, I mean, with, with that being the, the case, it would just be nice if we could get one guy that the majority of the people like. That's and no, no, like, well, in Russia, everybody loves their leader. You get he gets votes, it's like 98%. And they love that guy. Something to strive for. Maybe put Biden on a horse. I think you also just don't count the other team's <laughs> votes. <laughs> well, he goes unopposed. Yeah. That's how popular he is. He's like, why would I run against this guy? Well, also, he murders his opponents, jails his opponents. <laughs> Again, why would I run against this yeah. guy? <laughs> yeah, the, it is a lose-lose, feels like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he probably shouldn't run again, though. No, I don't know who they're going to throw out there, but it shouldn't be Joe. No, nah, we need, a, we need a, a whole, like, a reboot. As a, like, one thing the Democrats are not good at is finding somebody that they can all rally around. And it was a good choice for to 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 take on you know whoever the Repo- the Republicans have like a like a team over there. They're dysfunctional. They are they're petty. They're mean sometimes, mm-hmm. but in the end, they'll rally around whoever it takes to win. They were the guy that they had the best chance to win with. That's all they care about is winning. The yeah, Democrats, they're a better team for sure. The Democrats, they'll be like, well, we need to have you know we need to check this box. We need to check this box. Is can he, you know can he do this? Oh, he did something. Look, no, you can't have him. Al Franken oh, took a picture squeezing tits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's done. Yeah, I'd I vote for Al Franken. Say, yeah, I vote for Al Franken. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, Maybe some Imagine. funny fucking speeches. <laughs> That's true. That would be an hysterical administration. <laughs> yeah, I. Did they did they even start like I feel like at this point eight years ago eight mm-hmm. years ago there was a literal lame duck president this is like a unofficial lame duck president but yeah. I feel like guys had already they'd already start doing like primaries and shit like not like debates and shit I feel like Trump well everybody just people are announcing it now oh are they. Yeah, no like Democrats this, though. DeSantis announced well because they have the incumbent, so oh, so they got to be careful. Tread lightly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the so the Republicans are, are coming out. I don't know if Trump actually declared it yet, but DeSantis did, and a few others did. So they'll they'll they're going through that, and it was like eight years ago, where seven years ago now, eight years ago, seven years, whatever it was. Uh, that's when Trump came down the came down the escalator. I feel like it was around now. Maybe was even, it? Maybe even later in the summer. I don't know. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, maybe. But I mean, he him was like a bigger deal than everybody else. I don't. They're. I don't know if they're doing like debates or anything yet. I feel like that's in the fall. Winter, fall. Yeah. I, I feel like they started earlier last time because there was like twenty guys on the stage. Oh, there's so many. That's like a Royal there. Rumble. Jeb Bush. Low energy, yeah. Mark, Marco Rubio. Yeah, repeat. 
It was it was like a Royal Rumble, and this Trump would just like he was throwing everybody out of the ring. He was in the center. Yeah, guys would like make these like intellectual points. It'd be like go on and on, like shit they've been like striving their whole life for. And Trump would be like, "You're on the end, bro. (laughs) Like I'm in the center." It's like my cousin Vinny. Like everything that guy just said is bullshit. (laughs) And they just hang their head, and like they could, they'd be flustered, and they couldn't. Keep up with like the jibber jabber. They come up with the trash talk, and that, no. that was it. That just vaulted the guy. He became a, a folk hero to them. To yeah, the they they had no they had no answer. They were like, "This is not how this is supposed to be." See, because like Republican voters have a lot in common with Democrat voters, as we all hate Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, <laughs> and yeah. you know all these and Jeb Bush, but they just happen to like Trump. Ted. Ted Cruz looks like uh, he looks like the dude that owns uh, the Cubs, right? Doesn't he look like Tom? Is it Tom Ricketts? Tom Ricketts? Like Tom Ricketts? I don't know. I just thought he looked like oh, you know how like sometimes uh, in I don't know what like in um, the Muppets or Sesame Street they would have a Muppet that was a person like a human. yeah. He looks like a one of those things came to life. Oh yeah, he definitely looks like a Muppet. <laughs> he looks like almost like he had like claymation, almost like he could like fuck with play with his nose and shit. And, like, uh, I'm gonna see what the human Muppets' names were. He looks like shit that it's like silly putty. His face, uh, very very punchable face. And then he, Tom Ricketts. Uh, oh yeah, he definitely looks like Tom Ricketts. Really. Tom Ricketts maybe a little slimmer. Oh wow, yeah, a little more polished. I also thought, I also thought Tom Ricketts was a little bit older. He's only sixty. No, sixty years old. He's on LinkedIn. Is he really? Yeah. Ted Cruz is fifty-two. Oh, Ted Cruz is younger than I thought. He grew that beard, and I just assumed he was like in his sixties. That, that was like a self-conscious decision. The beard hide hide his face for sure. That's yeah. Well, is that why he voted for masks during uh, COVID? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he did or not. <laughs> he definitely didn't. <laughs> Ted has uh, eh, two lbs put on for Ted. No, yeah, he <laughs> did. He did. he did. Yeah. Filled out a little bit. Yeah, that guy's that guy's, that guy's the worst. I mean, all politicians are the worst. Let's let's not let's not get anything confused here. There's not one politician that you, that you should be able to trust, as far as you can, you know, see him. If he's in your sight, you shouldn't trust him. And if he's not in your sight, you definitely shouldn't trust him. But uh, I mean, I forgot. What, I forgot what my point was here. Where I was going with this? I think maybe that was my point. He sued a guy over the Ten Commandments, right? Is that Ted Cruz? Did he really? Yeah, it was something with uh, in front of the the, the Texas, uh, like the he, Capitol building. Ted Cruz wanted wanted the Ten Commandments out in front of it, and like somebody protested it, and like he took it all the way to the Supreme Court. That could be completely made up, but I think I'm in the ballpark of what happened. Jesus, I could do a quick Google. He always has a. Google. He always has a comment about something that ends up in the news. Like he has a like once a month. He's in, he's got a headline about something that he said about whatever current event is going on. It's crazy. He was in like the final two. 
Ugh. To be president. Imagine that guy running things. I know, I, anybody, I know anybody can do the job, but maybe not that guy. There it is. He. I think I had this right. Uh, yeah, he took it all the way to Supreme Court defending the Ten Commandments monument at the Texas State Capitol grounds. The vote was 5-4. He won. Squeaked it out. Wait, so is there, can you see it? Where, where is it displayed? Is it on like two two stone tablets? Um, where is it? That's a good question. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's right out in front somewhere. Hey, um, the on, mo- uh, state's successful defense of a Ten Commandments monument on public property. Just have a statue of Moses holding the tablets. Go all out, man. Part in the Red Sea. Yeah. yeah. Sermon on the Mount, all that kind of shit. I'm surprised, like who, like, who was against it? Like, it's one of those things where, like, I wouldn't have even known... It existed. And if you did walk by and see the Ten Commandments, would you really be that outraged? Um, both, both sides are pretty psychotic here. <laughs> I mean, I just don't like how they hype up like separation of church and state. That's all you hear is separation of church and state. And then all these people that work for the state are like, yeah, we need some more church in it. <laughs> like, wait a second. I thought part of the deal was not going to do that. Yeah, right. So I don't like that, and especially me being somebody who doesn't want to hear anything from the church. I don't want the church making any kind of decisions. I want the church to have a say. I want the church should. I mean, if the church is going to have the Ten Commandments displayed outside something that's state related, could you pay a fucking tax once in a while? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, property taxes. You guys have all kinds of fucking property. Pay a property tax. Well, the churches are hurting now. How are you? How are you hurting if you're like you don't pay taxes? I feel like I'd be, I'd be flourishing if I didn't have to pay taxes. Fucking <laughs> up all kinds of money. Yeah, electricity bills. Like that's it. Be rolling in it. Yeah, candles cost a lot. I don't know. We got to take a quick break, but I got to ponder why they're hurting. <laughs> I'm not sure how struggling that they can be. To be honest with you, the Vatican's got to have tons of money. Hidden someplace. Well, the big, the big ones. That's that's as big as it gets, though. But they're not they're not shelling out to save like the, your local church that's going out of business. Well, they should or, well, or school. That's not very Christ like. Then again, it? if people stop showing up, then why would you put money into a failed? Yeah, I think less people are going to uh, Catholic school too elementary schools and the school down the street from like my mother closed. Oh, well, they like, they usually like merge with somebody else. Right. Ah, I don't even let's know. Find, but... Let's find another one. Cause I think people still like sending their kids to like a private school, even if it is Catholic and they're not Catholic. I mean, I'm sure like some people are kind of raised Catholic and it's like doing it because it's a private school. Yeah. It keeps them away from the riffraff. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I, would know. Say, I, I mean, I've kind of thought that Catholic Church was struggling for a long time, to be honest with you. I mean, I feel like their numbers were down when even when I was going. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't 20, know. I'd have 20, to like 25 years. Just do some investigative research. Go into a Sunday mass. Not like a holiday one. Go like just on a random, you know, summer. That's what you, that's that'd be real te- real test. Like on a July summer day, like when it's beautiful out, like yeah. eleven a.m. mass. I bet you it's like half full at best. Well, I'm sure there's a lot fewer masses now than there were back then. More competition now too, because people are like making up their own religions and shit. Yeah, <laughs> people are making up their own religions. Yeah. Who's who's making up their own religions? I don't know. They have like these freaky deaky churches now. They've probably been around longer, but they you know they sound made up. They're right. like the ones that have like the rainbow flags hanging outside. Oh yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> we just don't need like new symbols. Come on, we the, we see symbolism doesn't work, or it works yeah. for only so long, and then people just realize it's just a symbol. Right. And then they tell you like, look at us. Like we got the rainbow flag hanging outside. We got like the Black Lives Matter. Oh, you're saying hanging outside? Yeah. Oh, you're saying it's not, that's not their symbol. That's just a symbol. No, just, it's not their symbol. They're, that's like, they're showing that they're like we know you're not cool. going yeah. to the Catholic Church. Right. Right. Yeah. And right. then you go inside, and it's like they're still up there talking to you. They want your money and your I mean, undying loyalty. I mean, that's probably why they're hurting it because there's just no income with it. Like what? What are no, no revenue? Like what? What are they? They don't make anything. They would they pass the basket around a couple of times and want, then sometimes they'll be like, oh yeah, pass it around again. Oh, that and second fucking pass around is so smug. There's always like a <laughs> there's always a reason for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a reason for it, man. There's just like let's see what always, sad sack of shit is gonna <laughs> go in for. They second. always say they always say something. Let me while we're on the church, let me ask you something. If you uh, can you give me a uh well okay, let's let you if you were hungry. Yeah. Would you and like you had like a, just all that was available was like a like a bowl of communion? Uh-huh. Unblessed, because then it'd be a sin to eat it without a, like a priest giving it to you. So unblessed right. communion. Would you could you snack on communion? Mm, I, it's very bland. Could you dip it in like hummus, maybe? Oh, hey, a little host, a little host in hummus, <laughs> a little <laughs> sabre, <laughs> a little sabre for the padre. All right, yeah. Is, yeah. I think I think hummus would be the would be the dip of choice. Like a <laughs> like a French onion dip is no, you can't do a little, that. A little like, holy, a little holy guacamole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guacamole may work. May work. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like a cracker. So cracker like salsa, nah. And salsa would like it would it would uh it would get too yeah, go floppy. Right it. yeah. What's the cheese? The queso? Get a little queso dip. Queso on communion. It would just be all queso. It's a little thin. Queso might be a little thick for communion. Yeah. But you can make it work, right? Like you, it's not it's not the worst. Could you? Thing. Oh, what if you like do a, like uh, Frank's hot sauce on it? Oh, well, yeah. Why not? Where do you get? Where do they make communion? I don't know. It's weird. They say it's bread, but it's just like flat. They just flatten it. 
I assume they have like a press or something that flattens regular bread. Like where though? I don't know. Communion communion factory. <laughs> where I want to see. You never been by the communion factory downtown? I want to see how the sausage is made. I want to see <laughs> where, where where does this happen? Where does this go down? Uh, I don't know. Does it get made at like the Vatican be, and it, it gets might. shipped in? No, because it's not anything until the priest at the church blesses it. Well, it doesn't have to get blessed, but it could get made. Where is yeah. the communion factory? Is what I, I want to know. It's, it's probably just a bakery. I wonder if like a local bakery does it. Because every community you have is every community you have is different too. Sometimes you get like the perfect circles. Sometimes you get the ones that are ripped off. <laughs> I haven't had it in so long. I almost feel like next time I'm at something, I should just go up. Just because it's been a while, just be like, let me you, see if, if it tastes any different. You can buy them on Amazon. No. Yeah. Could you? Yeah. Broadman Church Supplies, Communion Wafer, gluten-free, 50 count, 12, 12.78. Wow. That yeah. seems unholy. See, I don't have where they were made. Uh, manufactured on dedicated equipment in a dedicated facility. Oh, I, man. They tight-lipped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where Broad Church is. Rodman Church Supplies. Best seller rank. Number 39 in Wafer Cookies. 4.3 review on Amazon. Mm. Good communion. Those people are snacking. People just order them, snacking on them, maybe. And when they feel, <laughs> what if they feel closer to God, just snacking on? How, so the question was, can I, could I snack on them? I, I'd have to be pretty hungry, I think. Because it's really Obviously. not very good. I don't think they're bad, bad, though. I've also, I, yeah, I've also never really bit into one and eaten it like a snack. I just usually just, you let it dissolve in your mouth. Yeah, it melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Right. It's like in <laughs> right. Your yeah. Yeah. So it says here that uh, several monastic communities of women, of women religious support themselves by the baking hosts and selling them directly to parishes. There are also commercial companies that make hosts and sell them directly to parishes and through religious good stores. So they have, I guess it's, they have, I don't know if those are nuns that do it and sell them like out of the nunnery or whatever. When their nuns aren't dancing at Dodgers games, whatever the hell is going on out there. You saw they that make like, Oh, uh, the pride night. Was uh, that yeah. what it was? I don't want to, I don't have any interest in getting into it unless you have something that you want to say, but yeah, I don't know what the hell is going in. Going on Clayton Kershaw is from Texas. Same town as Ted Cruz. Kershaw, Blake Tiernan, like they're all pissed off about it. Or, and then like there's some nun, they like some nun group that wasn't really nuns. They're just kind of making fun of nuns. Oh, gay nuns. nuns. I, I saw that headline and I was like, gay nuns. I don't know. I think the nun part is the fake part. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of real nuns that are gay too. But that's a different story. Yeah, different. <laughs> goes on in those. What goes on in those? Uh, what are they called? Not nunneries. Monasteries. Monasteries, maybe. Nunnery. Yeah. 
what is a nunnery? <laughs> I don't know if I made that up. I didn't even really look into the Dodgers story. So it was Blake Trinan had a problem with it too. Yeah, I think he somebody posted something. Uh, Blue Jay, it was a Blue Jay posted something. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just it's all the people who you think would be mad about it would be mad about it. Well, he blasts I mean, an organization for honoring sisters of perpetual indulgence. Right, and those are like the fake nuns that are, I guess they're gay nuns. I don't know. June 16th, they're honoring. Why are they honoring the fake nuns? Because it's LA? No, I think they've did I think they've done charity work. Are they honoring for their charity work? I don't know. I think it's oh, okay. Seen. Okay. And weren't they mad that they got rid of some like Christian night too or something? Or? Family night. I don't know. I don't know if they got no, I don't think they're mad about it, but they like they're they're going to announce it. But because of this, they had they announced it sooner. Yeah, oh, we gotta get this out. Yeah, get this out before we have a problem. Mike Pence said baseball is welcoming anti-Catholic bigots. Are they gonna? Are people gonna cancel the Dodgers now? Yanks are gonna cancel them this weekend. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get it? Was it? What happens if you buy a Bud Light at a Dodgers game? You gotta. Tuck it. <laughs> I bought a Bud Light at the Yankee game Saturday. Wow, make look at you making it taking a stand. Yeah, look the stand you. was it was the shortest, the shortest was, line. Yeah, and I was thirsty. Yeah, there was um, I I don't even remember. I drank so many beers at the game. There was like a <laughs> there was a three, I think there was three options for beers in this one line we went to. And it was um, Bud Light, Kona, you know, the Kona Big Wave. Yep. And I want to say maybe Stella. And okay. I, I bought a I bought a Bud Light and a Kona. Bought two, of course. They, they only sell a lot of say too, so. Yeah, I just, I just thought that Stella at a ball game didn't seem right. Not I, I think I bought a Stella last week uh last year at a playoff game. It was a night game, but yeah, Stella like during the day in the sun. I should have bought probably just bought two Konas because those are like four and a half percent. You can just crush them, which I guess Bud Lights are too. Yeah. Um but yeah. I bought I think I drank a Budweiser at some point too. There was there's a lot of bears I had. Yeah. Oh well, did you see Scherzer? Go off tonight. I guess we're getting into baseball now. Scherzer went off on the pitch clock tonight again. Oh, did he? Yeah. What's he mad about? Just yeah, because uh, they went. They got mad at him for taking his eighth warm up pitch. Was take eight warm up pitches, and his his eighth went into like the start of the pitch clock, and the umpire gave him shit for it. So he's complaining. Oh, okay. and he's like, "Why can't the umpire just let me have the eighth one and then start the clock?" He's like, "It's a second. And like they showed it. Like the clock started. Thirty-five seconds. He took the pitch, caught it. Thirty-four seconds. He's like, "Why? It's a one second. Like literally one second. Why can't you just start it now?" It's like we're living and dying by the pitch clock. Ah, oh, Max, fucking calm down. Yeah, he's I'm fucking, watching the quick pitch right now. Highlights. He's a nut job. He's he's fucking guy is intense. He's setting his ways. Yep. 
Just, yeah, adapt, man. Adapt. All right? Take it easy, Max. A little bit, yeah. Just a little, Max. Yeah. Um, Yanks won the most games in May. Saw that. As Is that true? One? Yeah. Most wins in May. And they got uh, Stanton coming back. Donaldson coming back. And, um, and Tommy Tommy and Tommy Canley, yeah. So some good some some good news, some bad news. Who's I know I saw Oswaldo Cabrera's option. Who else got? I don't know. Yeah, I just saw Oswald, I just saw Oswaldo. Yeah, he's in a he's been in a tough way. He's been not been doing anything. There's got to be a pitcher. I has been playing pretty well. Embarrassment of riches we have. Where's I mean, what's the lineup I, look like? I, IKF is the backup shortstop now, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with only because Volpe's gonna play every Volpe's gonna play every day. And he's only gonna go in there at emergency, not emergency, but you know, we won't see. Oh, him. Fran- Frenchie Cordero got sent down. Okay, great. Who pinch hit last night at base load in the tenth inning for some reason for Higashioka, which I don't understand why. Because Boone just sometimes can't Get out of his own way. <laughs> I need a Frenchie Cordero. Yeah. Zero zero tenth inning. We needed a Frenchie Cordero bomb. Yeah. That <laughs> man, I gotta tell you, like the like a little league man tonight, some things just bo- bother me. Bother me so much. Like coaching? They're, they're da- yeah, coaching. Yeah. So early on in the game, so the our, our leadoff hitter, a little lefty, and he's fast as hell. He's like Kenny Lofton. Like he gets on first. He's going to be on third, like, in two seconds. Yeah, Willie Mays Hayes. He's good. Hey, buddy, but he could hit. Um, so he leads off, he gets on base. Or I didn't get there for the beginning of the game, but he's on. he gets. He leads off the second inning, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, because I don't know what the hell he did. Maybe it was, maybe it was the first inning. Whatever. So maybe they get there on time. Um, they always mess up the scoreboard, too, but never. So he leads a manual off. scoreboard? No, it's uh, electronic, but it's like new people up there every week, so they they can't figure it out. So like it was the fourth inning for three innings tonight. Um, so he leads off, he gets on first, first or second pitch, he goes, and the catcher makes a great throw, almost gets him. It's like the cl- as close as it could ever be. Like it was as good of a throw that a catcher has had in any of these games that I've seen. So I'm like, all right. Kids, kids trouble. Like he can catch, he can make the catch, and he's got a and he's got an arm. And that's sometimes you know, the catchers are chasing balls and have great arms. This kid can yeah. catch, can catch, can receive it and make the throw. Look out for him. Okay, this is part one. Later on in the game, they're down like five runs late in the game, and they're just, and he's sending players, he's sending players straight steals, one man on first. This one you got you got to wait until the catcher catches the ball to run. Yeah, right? yeah. So it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why are you stealing with not even your fastest players? Like, why are you stealing with these guys when you don't need those or you need those runs, but you can't just be making outs in the back in the base path? Why are you trying to run yourself out of an inning? Piss me off. Down five. Down five. Yeah, I was so mad. How many kids did he throw out? Um. He didn't throw one kid got one kid stole, he was safe. Uh, but it was close. And did the other kid 
They actually, I don't know if they actually threw anybody out. It was just bad strategy. Oh, so he didn't throw <laughs> anyone out. No, and then one kid went, um, but the bases were loaded, and he tried to steal a second. <laughs> There's no obviously couldn't go anywhere. They got that kid in the run. The defense fucked it up, and they ended up scoring on it. And now they're right. going to say like he threw two kids out, and they no, I didn't, run. no, I didn't throw anybody out though. No, it was what well, the the one play I'm thinking of was close, too close for comfort. But I don't know why. You, I just don't know why you're stealing, doing straight steals down five. With a uh, with a competent catcher back there. Second thing That's is really trying to stay out of that double play. Second thing is, yeah, there's kids, um, kids. You know, you can't lead, so you like get a little secondary lead. Mm. And early on, another player. Oh, it was even maybe it was this kid was on the leadoff hitter was on, and the coach goes Omaha. What the fuck is this? Okay. Sure enough, there's a pitch. Throw goes behind the runner to first base. Kid just gets back. Okay. So Omaha was why the throw is, behind the runner. Why isn't the, why isn't the first base coach like all over this? Next guy gets on first, takes a little secondary lead. Or no, before the pitch, the guy goes, Oklahoma. So I'm like, well, here it comes again. Like a guy just throws out a fucking, uh, just throws out a fucking proper noun uh, with a capital O. And so sure enough, throws behind him, throws him out. Like, where the fuck is the first base coach on this? Like, why is he wow. not talking to the kid? No back, no heads up. No, you got to get back. They're throwing behind the runner. Like, no, like, instruction at all. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was so mad. I don't get That's, mad at the kids. I don't get mad at the kids. I get mad at the coaches for their heads up so far up their asses sometimes. And that's, like, crazy that. It wasn't even a sign they were giving. He's just yelling out. Yeah, you know, play states. Throw city. behind the runner. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And it, just like the, and then you know, pop flies. The coach. The co- that's when the coach decides the coach. What do you think the coach says? The ball's in midair. Catch it. No Call fucking. It. No fucking shit. No, it was catch <laughs> it. Like no kidding. Catch it. Catch it. Catch it. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> we, have to, we have to go to one of these practices and see what goes on. Sunday, 2 30. Ugh. <laughs> Sunday at 2 30. There's no there's no football on. Yeah, I know, but I used to practice like midweek. <laughs> maybe like a, in a Saturday morning practice, maybe, but Sunday at 2 30. What is it? Like people had no lives. <laughs> it's brutal. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah, I don't like this coach just by his practice habits. <laughs> Fair enough. I liked him early on because I thought he took like coaching, like practice seriously. Mm-hmm. But like, he just he's like more concerned about updating. Like they have the stupid app. Yeah. If you're not there, you can follow along with the game. But I mean, nobody's doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. He's more concerned about that. Like he misses more than he should than he should miss. Who's updating the app? Like the head coach, the first. head coach, the third base coach. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's like live play by play or what. But uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't like it. And they have like three other coaches on the bench, and they like get it together, guys. Like not not one of the guys knows they're because. 
I don't see any redeeming quality with any of them as far as like a like baseball knowing coach. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> like no actual coaching. Oh, got to get the glove down. I mean, like take the kid aside and show him like the right way to do it. I don't say get the glove down, like do some actual coaching. It's How more, old are these guys? Um, Like I think it's nine to 12. No, Tenders. how old is the coaches? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. 40, 45, between 35 and 45, I would guess. Mm. But like, no, it's just like no actual coaching. It's just like they think they're coaching like high schoolers or something. They're coaching kids. Like they don't know all the fundamentals. Like you have to drive the fundamentals home with these kids. There's right. three, three times tonight. Kid in the outfield got the ball and just held on to it. And he's like, throw it, throw it, throw it, like throw it in. Three times it happens, two two times with the same kid. And it's like, how come you guys aren't having that conversation when you're coming into the dugout? Instead, here's what the coach says when they come to the dugout. It come comes in, kids come in. He's like, all right, guys, we're down five. We need some runs. We're gonna get some runs this inning, okay? Like, That's not fucking coaching. Like, are you? You know, you know. Are you Vince Lombardi? That, that's your, that's your <laughs> pump up speech. Like, talk to him. Or we're, we're nobody's gonna nobody's gonna take a third strike. You're gonna have to run if you take a third strike. I think three kids took third strikes in the last inning. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I saw anybody running. Like, it's not. You're not coaching. It's not coaching. What you doing, man? You think you feel like your little league coaches knew more what they were doing compared to these guys? Um. Some of them, yeah. Some of them, no. Some of them, definitely. Yeah, looking back, I think it was 50-50. Because I remember yeah. looking at, not necessarily mine. I probably had a couple of bad ones. But I remember seeing some uh, some coaches in Little League being like, I know more than this fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely yeah. a couple of guys like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, these guys all sound like people like, I know more baseball than when I'm like eight years old. Yeah, nine years old. Yeah, these are probably like, I don't know. They have kids. I'm assuming on the team. Uh, I All think so. Yeah, I, I assume so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, these are guys who probably just don't know the first thing about baseball really, and they just kind of, they never really learn the fundamentals. They don't really watch the game, so it's kind of hard. It's, you know, it's like me going out there trying to coach hockey. Like I don't fucking watch hockey really. Shoot the puck. <laughs> that's what I'd be yelling the whole fucking time. But even still, don't you think if you were in charge of like a bunch of kids playing hockey, you would do a little bit of research on what you should be Fuck. teaching them? Yeah, I'd be I'd be watching like movies, just what coaches have said. Gordon Bombay, fucking <laughs> just Herb do, Brooks. Just do just do the the Mighty Ducks trilogy and yeah. Miracle and Slap. Yeah. Them. I would just make I know enough terminology where I could probably bullshit my way through it. Yeah. Flying V, yeah. That'd be your go-to. Gotta avoid the other team having odd man rushes. That's right. Gotta get back. Gotta stay out of the penalty box. Yep. Guys, gotta stay out of the penalty box. Don't yeah, don't don't make anything easy. <laughs> yeah. Dump, Pucks on dump that. The, dump the puck. Pucks on that. But you, you would like have an idea. Like you wouldn't go out there and just be like, all right, we gotta score some goals. <laughs> And I would maybe, you know, I'd try and find somebody who knew like the fundamentals of like the actual stuff. I'm like, all right, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. I don't like these guys. These guys sound like dime a dozen guys. I've had so many conversations with people like this over the years. 
Ugh. where like they try and talk about you know whatever the subject is we'll say sports for example that's like my bread and butter mm-hmm. baseball and i mean halfway through the conversation probably less than that i just have a funeral for him because i'm like <laughs> you, you can't stop trying to talk to me about this I've, i try i just avoid it i just avoid you can tell i know what i'm talking about how dare you <laughs> how dare you even enter the fucking it's it's almost, right it's, al- it's almost not worth having a conversation with somebody about something you're passionate about that doesn't match your passion for it right like i was talking to someone recently um who uh i told him last week i was going to the yankee game and the woman who works at a uh different uh firm that i work at and I guess she said she was a Yankee fan or whatever. So I'm like, oh, you're probably not really a Yankee fan. But okay, I'll play ball for a second. And she mentioned going to a World Series game. Uh, and it was against the Diamondbacks. Or she said it was after 9-11. She probably didn't even say Diamondbacks. I probably added that part. She said it was after 9-11. So I was like, oh, okay, Diamondbacks, cool. Um. Yeah. So me being stupid, just trying to play ball, being an adult, I'm like, oh, were you at the game where Bush threw the first pitch? Yeah. And she was like, ah, uh, I don't know. I was like, game three. <laughs> She's like, ah, uh, I don't know. The president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was definitely game three. She's like, no, nah, I think we were. it was probably game two. I'm like, okay. And I just went along. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, it's probably game two. That's where I just got to end the conversation. First of all, I'm not even mad you don't know what game it, it is. Like, Maybe obviously she's at home two. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, you know, g- game two in Arizona. Like, I don't even yeah. care if you know what games are played. But how the fuck do you not know if you were at the game where George Bush did the first pitch? That's crazy, right? That's bad, yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's a momentous it's a momentous uh, event. I'm like, I'm like, it was a striker down the middle. It's like the most iconic first pitch, like ever. Like, like, I was trying not to share it too bad, but I'm like, you don't know that's if you're a, at that game or not. That's not even a sports thing. That's a, that's, that's one of the most iconic moment of like the last 25 years. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it is one of the most iconic. Like, it's like that and the Piazza home runner, like the the most iconic post 9/11 moments. Yeah, well, and it's the I'm president. Really... It's the president of the United States after a terrorist attack in the city that you're in. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know, especially that World Series, like three yeah, of the most yeah. iconic games. Like, how do you know not know what game you were at? Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. Fucking assholes. It's very weird. Speaking of patriotism, I was really mad. I went after work on Friday to the package mm-hmm. store. And I always make it a, a point to buy like a Budweiser case. Yeah. Because they always do like the, the patriotic cans, the red, white, and blues. Mm-hmm. No, there's no patriotic case. They're scrambling in Anheuser Busch these days. I had a tw- I had a 24 in my in my carriage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got while well, sitting in traffic and I had to work longer than I did. So that was part of my angst and why I was mad. Sure. I put I put the twenty four I I put the twenty four pack back, and I saw a thirty pack of Rolling Rock cans. I bought that instead. I was like, "Fuck mm. you! You don't have my patriotic cans." Uh huh. 
I was, <laughs> I was fucking mad. Yeah, I got. I was at a barbecue on Sunday. I got offered a few different beers on, like, like, do you want a Corona or do you want a Rolling Rock? I was like, I don't think I could drink Mexican beer on Memorial Day weekend. I'm sorry, so I can't do it. Like, oh, oh yeah, it makes sense. Like, yeah, of course it makes sense. <laughs> so I had, yeah. rolling, I had Rolling Rock. I had Land Shark. Oh, America. Yeah, I tried to think if I had any international beers over the weekend. I don't think so. I think it was all American. Bud. Bud Light. Like Kona? Is that- <laughs> Kona, yeah, it's Hawaiian. Yeah, nice. Uh, Rolling Rock. Yeah, it was, it was all uh, American. Yeah, so just, I don't know, maybe 4th of July. Come on, Bud. Every year, you, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? You should be fucking trying to get back into good graces, if anything. Yeah, yeah. Stick, stick to the basics. Put the put the red, white, and blue flag out there. I the don't can, know. yeah. We'll see. Fourth of July, maybe we'll we'll be back on track. I hope so. Uh, all right. So we we never did like a catch up on like Memorial Day standings. See where yeah. we were. So we got maybe to end the show, we can just kind of go through there. AL East, Tampa's on top still, but uh, you know not as dominant as they once were. They're four up on Baltimore, six up on the Yanks, nine and a half up on Toronto, ten up on the last place Boston Red Sox. It's gonna be, I mean, it'll be just a dogfight. You're gonna, it's gonna come down. I mean, if 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 these guys are actually going to play for the title, which I assume they will. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a, a dogfight for the for the uh, AL East title. I mean, at some yeah. point, somebody will you know, at some point, somebody will get off the pack, and they'll they'll just res- resign to themselves to a wild card spot. The other guys might fight for it, but uh, it's a race right now. It's it's yeah. definitely a race. Yeah, yeah. Yanks have gotten a little bit hot. Took a couple series. Orioles haven't cooled off. They've been yeah, riding. Orioles might be for real. Uh, so yeah, we're looking looking for a an interesting summer in the AL East, AL Central. That's Minnesota on top, and they're also the only team in the AL Central with a winning record, thirty and twenty seven. They just right. had a monster win tonight. They scored. Uh, they scored three. They were down six two. Or six three six six three, in the eighth they scored three to tie in the eighth and they they won it in the ninth. So and it was they're playing the Guardians. So just you know, double edged sword. Yep, Cleveland lost the game. So I don't know. Twins might win that uh, division by default. That's an awful division. Nobody should make the playoffs. The Detroit's two games under five. So Minnesota's three games over. Detroit's yep. two games under. Cleveland is six games under. And then the White Sox and Kansas City are awful. Yeah. Kansas City, 17 wins. Yeah, White Sox should be embarrassed. At the, I mean, what, what are they doing? Yeah, they've, they've not been able to put it together. They, the, White, the White Sox, they, they had like a window. We thought we had a, they had a window that, that is closed. They are not going to. It's going to get blown up before it gets any kind of, any kind of better for the White Sox. Yeah, it was not a big window. 
Well, they may there was never a window. It's a, it was, it was a sunroof. Yeah, it was. They we thought we were heading towards the White Sox window, and it ended up being just nothing. It was nothing. They made the playoffs in the in the uh, the COVID season because mm-hmm. I mean, they were like the seventh best team, and then they they made it uh, one year against Tampa. I don't know what year that was. Two years ago, maybe. Never made any noise. Nothing. Did nothing. AL West, we have the Texas Rangers, 15 games above 500. They're three up on Houston. Uh, it might be two and a half. I don't know if that Houston game two and was fine. Yeah, it was okay. That game went final then. Um, so two and a half, um, which means they are six and a half up on the Angels who lost that game. Uh, and Seattle follows suit, and then Oakland, uh, they're a 12 winner, a 12 game winner right now. So, Texas, um, not running away with it, but a hot start, scoring a ton of runs, second best team in the league. Yeah, I'm surprised. It's still, it's still Houston's division, but I would, um, the team I would look for is Seattle to make a push. They have the yeah, horses. They absolutely, yeah. They got the pitching uh, between Kirby and uh, Gilbert, Castillo, and Castillo. Yeah, who went? Who went on uh, the the first night? Another kid. Oh, uh, we crushed him. Uh, yeah. Miller, Bryce Miller. Oh, Bryce Miller. Yeah, something Miller. That might yeah, be Miller. Yeah, Miller and Gilbert got abused. Uh, but Kirby's good, and Castillo's really good. Uh, so yeah, I mean the West has is there. The West has four teams over five hundred. So yeah, make up for the Central's. Uh, Central stinks. No one should get in. The NL East, we have Atlanta up three and a half games on the Mets, up four and a half games on Miami, up eight games on the Phillies, and up nine games on the Nationals. Yep, I would say Philly stinks. They can't fire their manager again this year. No, Philly's Philly, just the team. They just got hot at the right time, Philly. Last yeah, year. yeah, yeah. Miami playing five, just above five hundred ball. It's always nice to see the Marlins be interesting. I don't know why. I don't know why. I think because they got a couple of young, interesting players on the team. Mets are hanging around. They're not doing a whole bunch offensively. Um, the kids are up in Queens. A lot of the kids are. Uh, they have the catcher Alvarez. They have third baseman Batty, Vientos, Vientos the DH, uh, and somehow uh, Vogelback still getting a lot of playing time, a lot of at bats. Yeah, and Buck Showalter is getting abused on talk radio, getting uh, crushed. But that's what Buck does. As a Buck has done for a long time, he's not going to stop now. So get used to it. Although I'm not sure that Daniel Vogelbach is the hill you want to die on. If you're Buck Walter, I don't know. I wouldn't I hitch wouldn't hitch my star to Daniel Volgabach. It's not the that's not the uh that's not the veteran ball player that I'm sticking with through thick and no. thin. Yeah, and I think the Braves have kind of let the Mets hang around here for a little bit. Braves haven't exactly ran away with it. Ten games over, nothing spectacular. I, I thought the Braves would be in a little bit better position right now, but it's a it's a race. Yeah, it's June first. Yeah, I I give them they're ten games over on June first. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, they, sometimes just you know you, teams get hot and, so, and and once the summer gets going, 
Maybe they're maybe that maybe there'll be a June July team. We'll see, and that's when they get yeah. on a little bit of a roll. In the NL Central, uh, Milwaukee's two games over five hundred, and they're half game up on the Pirates. It's a very surprising Pirates team, one game over five hundred, and after them, the Reds. Also surprising for I mean twenty six and thirty, a surprising number for the Reds for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Louis, who is who was hot, who was terrible. Got a little bit hot, and now it's kind of back to mediocre. Uh, 25 and 32, they're four and a half games out, and the Cubs are tied with them uh, four and a half games out. So Milwaukee, uh, this is – I feel like this is anybody's division except for the Cubs. And Very mediocre division, not as bad as the AL Central. No. Very mediocre division. I mean, this has all the makings for the Cardinals, just making a move at some point. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I love the story of Pittsburgh – make the noise and be in the team come out. But yeah, St. Louis, let's just find a way um, and go on a little bit of a run and just, you're right. Just have to win 85 games or something. Yeah. That's it. It's probably what's going to take. Yeah. Uh, and on West, we have Arizona and the Dodgers are tied at 34 and 23. The giants are 500 team, 28, and 28, five and a half games out. San Diego is four games under. Um, Putrid, four games under, and yeah. Colorado, 10 games under in last place. Uh, I yeah, I feel like this is kind of a similar situation where Arizona will come back down to the pack at some point. Dodgers, of course, will rise. They're the cream. They'll find a way. And, probably. Uh, and San Diego will not catch the Dodgers, but could probably leapfrog the Giants, although they've been – they, they've been a disaster for some reason. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Padres? Yeah. Yeah, I think their pitching's a little... Yeah, pitching's not eh. good. Inconsistent. They're, just, they're a little inconsistent as a team, and too. I, and I'm not sure. I, I really don't know. All right, I was I missed the clock there. I got cut off, but I was saying that uh, I'm not sure I could take a team seriously that has Jake Cron, Cronenworth batting cleanup for him. Probably an anti-pride night guy. <laughs> And I feel, and I also kind of feel like uh, when they're talking about Nelson Cruz this weekend, he got a little bit too much credit. Like I don't, I think he's probably done. Nelson Cruz? Yeah, I think he's done. I mean, the guy's how old? Forty-two. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean he's but he's got a prominent place in that lineup. So I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, not no knock on him, great career and everything, but it's just. Uh, Maybe relying on some of the wrong guys. Yeah, they're a little in- inconsistent. They they're like kind of a, a more successful version of the White Sox. They got some pieces, but just haven't been able to put it together as a team. Yeah, best way I could put it. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. With them. I saw them in person. They looked. Uh, it's charted. Mike Michael Waka. Pitching, yeah. all right. I don't know if you want your, all your eggs in the Michael Walker basket. No, I do not. Nope. Um, all right, we have some leaders for you. Luis Arias batting 382. Mm-hmm. The batting averages are way up from last year. Freddie Freeman batting 346. Bo Bichette, 332. Acuna, 324. And Mas, uh, Masataka Yoshida of the Red Sox is back 317. 
Arars has already won a batting title. I think that might have been last year too. Yeah, he just he just edged out Judge. It was like three ten or something last year though, right? Three oh nine, three ten. Joey Gallo up there or no? I thought the uh, shift he, would he must be top ten. Yeah, maybe he's six. I wonder what Joey yes. Gallo's stats are looking like. He's ha- he's much happier though. That's all I know. He just right. loves, he's, in he a, just loves he's in a better it. place. Yeah. Is he hitting like two? I'm gonna say two oh six. He's batting. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. He's he's batting one ninety four. Fuck. I gave him I gave him way too much credit. I was under the impression the shift would solve all of Joey's problems. Nope. He's 25 walks, though. A lot of walks. Those, those are important. Just as good of a, as a triple up the alley, those walks. 11, 11 home runs and 134 okay. at-bats. Okay. And he's leading off for him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Joey Gallo, first place. The first place to win, yeah. Yep. Uh, leaders in home runs, Pete Alonso, 20 home runs. Judge, 18 home runs. Jorge Soler, Matt Olson, Max Muncy, all have 17. Yeah, the New York race. Yeah, Alonso and Judge are like on a historic pace right now, right? Isn't Alonso on pace to hit more than 62? Uh yeah, fifty-seven games. So next six, sixty would be forty. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, I don't know the exact pace, but yeah, he's he's on pace at a lot, and he could push. Mm-hmm. For, he could push for sixty. Yeah. Yep. Chris uh, Sale left the mound today. Shoulder left early. Yeah. It's too bad. No, I'm shocked. <laughs> All right. Stop me if you want to hear any of these. Pitching wins, ERA, saves, strikeouts. I don't care about strikeouts. Give me wins and ERA okay. and save. Okay. Uh, Shane McClanahan, eight wins. Damn. And then a bunch with seven. Mitch Keller, Nate Avaldi, Zach Gallon, Kyle Gibson all have seven. Yeah, Avaldi's been good. Bryce Elder has a one nine two ERA. Sonny Gray has a one nine four ERA. McClanahan, maybe McClanahan's looking for a Cy Young here. Two oh seven ERA. Uh-huh. Eduardo Rodriguez is two thirteen, and Framber Valdez two thirty eight. Framber, yep. All right, saves. Emmanuel Classe, seventeen saves for Cleveland. God damn, a lot of saves. I mean, and. They don't have many more wins than 17, so. Right. It's every game that they win. Felix Bautista, Baltimore is 14. Camilo Duval of San Francisco is 14. Josh Hader of the Padres. And Jordan Romano of, of Toronto have 13. Okay. All right, so Class A, the class of the closers these days. Yep. Huh. Okay. Uh. RBIs, Adolis Garcia has 49, Rafael Devers is 48, Jordan Alvarez is 48, Pete Alonso is 46, Simeon has 44. So, oh, Marcus Simeon. Alonso. 
I don't know what his no way. Yeah, no way that Alonzo's looking for a batting title. So I don't, I'm not gonna have a triple crown race for What's Alonso. he hitting Alonzo? Two sixty? He Alonzo is batting two thirty-five. Oh, man. So, on the door, I guess. Uh Bobuchet has eighty one hits, most hits in the league. Uh stolen bases. Estuary Bobby? Ruiz. Nope. Estuary Ruiz is twenty-eight. What? Twenty-eight? Yeah. The Oakland, yep. Ronald Acuna is twenty-three. Wanda Franco has twenty. Bobby Witt Jr. has seventeen and Stalling Marte has sixteen. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's your wow. leaders. There your are leaders. your leaders. Bull Bay is thirteen steals. All right. Yeah. Freddie Freeman is the long Freddie Freeman and Marcus Simeon, longest current hit streaks. Yeah, Freddie's got what, 17, 18? 20 at 20. Him and Simeon are at 20. Mm. All right. Local uh Glaber Torres is eleven game hit streak. Yeah, Glaber's been okay. Um, and a former uh local favorite, Rob Refsnyder, has six six game hit streak. Who's he played for now? I do not know. Twins. He plays for the Red Sox. He's still on the Red Sox? Yeah. I'm gonna say he's on the Red Sox again. I don't know what his situation is, but yeah, I thought I thought he was off the Red Sox. See where he went. The Rob Ref Snyder career retrospective. Oh wow, he uh, he he was on him last year. For some reason, I thought he was on the Red oh, Sox. Oh yeah, years, and he was already gone. I he's told- made his way around the American League. Yeah. So Gary Sanchez hit two home runs back to back, or home run in back to back games. He's back. Yep. He's back, baby. And that's so you know, he's what San Diego needs. I don't think Aaron Hicks has made his Baltimore debut yet. No, I don't think so. Uh, Mullins on the DL, so I'm sure Hicks will be in there playing some games. He's basically been sent there to be a Yankee spy. Yeah, but he's not going to bring any anything of, that can help a ball club on the field. So just give him some information off the field. Yeah, right. It's like Ethan Hunt. <laughs> Ethan Cunt. <laughs> yeah. That's Aaron Hicks. That's Aaron. Uh yeah, there you go. There's your wrap up June first baseball wrap up. We'll do this again. Uh all star break, maybe. Yeah, around there. Beginning Makes of August sense. and July, trade deadline, something something like that. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see where we stand. Yeah, going um, into the dog days. Yeah. Plenty of time. We're all we're at you know six close to sixty games played. So, uh yeah. Yeah, just about. Yeah. About, about a about a third, about a third of the way through, a little more than a third. Any um, is she a little bit better than we last talked about the Yankees a couple weeks ago? Uh, I mean they've won a few games, they won a few more games, but no, not really. Yeah, they beat they beat the Padres. You got that series, you got to win. I would not be happy if they lost that series. 
Uh, took the Seattle series. I just like seeing it playing well on the West Coast. It's very easy to kind of let some of those slip away. So I know they let the last game in Seattle slip away. You got a, a good start. Yeah, of, you uh, Schmidt. Yeah, and then you got it. You got to hit though. But um, that's uh, you know, you go. You got now. You got to take care of the Dodgers. Show us that you're serious out there. You can't. You can't go in here and lose a series to the Dodgers and have us take you seriously. Right, we're a little bit of a measuring stick. Yeah, we're gonna think you're wishy washy, which you, which we do currently think you're wishy washy. Of course, we're gonna we're gonna keep thinking it if uh, if you can't take care of the Dodgers. Yeah, and you got your three. I think you got your three best guys going too. You have well Severino, Cole, and Herman. Oh, Rodon. Oh, Rodon is sorry. Milk carton. Back back pain has um, subsided though, so that's good news. Might see him by Thank Labor God. Day. I think there's guys who have had Tommy John surgery and uh, recovered that have have pitched since he got hurt. Yeah, guys have gotten yeah. COVID twice since oh, Carlos Rodon. Yep, he's got be, better be good, man. He better be good. Oh, man. <laughs> if he comes out and he's J Hap, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a big he, time problem. Yeah, he's going to be walking a tightrope. Nobody will remember this if he comes out and pitches like a stud, right? And and like we—that's why I don't want to get on him too much now. He comes out, give a shit. No, I know that's fine, but I'm saying if he comes out and sucks, then like no holds barred. But like, just if he's good, it's not going to matter. If he's good and he and he, you know, gives his team what they need to take the next step, it's not going to matter. They didn't pitch in the first few months of the season. It's a fuck. It's fucking annoying. I feel like he's gonna suck. <laughs> it's on the table. I just feel like he's gonna suck. It's on the table. It's a possibility. If he pitches, he's gonna suck. I should say. I don't know. I don't put the car before the horse. You know, sometimes sometimes a guy will come out there. And you'll know they're fucked from the get go. Like I feel like Sonny yeah. Gray, like just didn't look like didn't look the part when he went out there. Yeah. And then, and then like Jay Happ went out there, didn't look the part. And other guys go out there and they just look like they have they have whatever that it factor is to to be successful in New York. Yeah, Lemayhew. Yeah, Lemayhew is definitely one of them. Um, so if. If Verone comes out and he's got, you know, you'll you'll, you'll you'll have an idea. But if he's like a deer in headlights because he lets you know gives up a couple of runs or something, gives a couple of big hits, and it's like, all right, well, he's like now he's not ever going to recover. That's not. But if he's got a serious look, he gets out of jams, whatever. And you, you'll know. You'll have an idea. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't have a good feeling. Man. I'm still I'm still recovering from Frankie Montas, who I was led to believe was unflappable. <laughs> the unflappable Frankie Montas. Yeah. I was told that if he failed here, it would be because he just wasn't good enough. It wouldn't be because he couldn't handle New York. And every time they cut to his dumb face on the mound, it was exactly the opposite. It was like, <laughs> this guy has a dump in his pants. <laughs> he wants to be anywhere else right now. Anywhere else. Oh, and he's got chronic shoulder pain. 
too bad because we need his it's his arm we need him to pitch with. Yeah, it was his right 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 shoulder. Cashman thought it was his left. So it was a guy's chronic shoulder pain. Honest mistake. <laughs> Montas. Oh man. It's like when a guy like he came over, it's like you get bad, one bad start out of him. To, you're like, all right, you took some good things out of it, whatever. You know, you just kind of slipped up a little bit next time, put it all together. And then it was like, all right, well, it's September, late September now. He's not putting it together. <laughs> I think we're in trouble. Yeah, he's getting pounded every time out there. <laughs> I think maybe he just sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 We've seen the last of Frankie Montas. Thank God. Or not. Uh, was that? I said, or not. I, ho- I hope to never see him again. Unless he's pitching against us. I'd love him. I welcome it. Yeah. He's going to win the Cy Young in two years. I don't know what it says. You have guys like Sonny Gray who come over here, Nate Evaldi come over here and aren't very good and then go on to be studs elsewhere. Is it on them or is it on our coaching or both? Both. I mean, we got to blame the player, obviously, for not. But I also wonder what we're missing that other teams have that can get the best out of these guys. Like, yeah. you know, like Avaldi has one of the great performances in World Series, like modern World Series history. Yeah. In a losing effort. But an amazing job. Like the guy's coming off Tommy John surgery, right? Yeah. Pitched like I don't know seven innings, you know, in extras. Yeah. Maybe maybe eight innings. I don't remember. He just kept going and going to like three in the morning. And like, yeah, it's wild. And when he's with the Yankees, it was like, oh, can he get through the third inning, <laughs> please? <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea what to make of some of these uh, guys. Well, I just don't. I, it doesn't. I don't understand what. What's missing in the in the equation? Yeah, because it because not for nothing they couldn't they could not talk enough about how they figured out Clay Holmes when he got over here, right? Oh, it was just one tweak to and you know now well Clay Holmes is not in the circle of trust. Yeah, one tweak forward, two tweaks back. Yeah, nobody's talking about. They're amazing coaching on Clay Holmes anymore. Nope. That's gone. Well, it's, I think that's everything. I don't have any like boon updates because I don't listen to them anymore. I don't have any other updates that I can think of. You got anything else no. you to touch on? I don't think so. I think that yeah. covers it. All right, man. Well, good show, Ant. We're back here next Thursday. We're done with two a day, two a week until uh, kickoff of the NFL season. Yep. Uh, so we'll be here once a week for the durate for the duration of the summer. Have a great fucking weekend. We will talk to you in a week. Thanks for spending time with us, Ant. Yes. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody, for listening. By the way, really quick, Jill, your shell hitting three eleven. Forgot to mention that. That was one more thing not, I had. Not a lot of power numbers, though, right? No, he doesn't walk a lot. His on base yeah. isn't great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Peace.